The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So, uh, wisdom. The, uh, the Buddha says, uh, just as the lion is the ruler of the jungle, wisdom rules over mindfulness, concentration, faith, energy. Um, the the last of the five uh, faculties. So, wisdom, uh, philosophy. Uh, that word breaks down as love, love, love of wisdom, and I'll say more about the the Buddhist definition of it. But uh, in one scientific uh, team uh, characterized it in this way as as having six components. Nothing sacred about six. Could be five or seven, but. Um, they picked six and uh, six six facets. So wisdom as pro-social attitudes and behaviors, emotional homeostasis, self-understanding, value tolerance, dealing effectively with ambiguity, uncertainty, and social decision-making. Uh, so I offer that just as a kind of way, another lens from which to understand, okay, what what is wisdom? Often uh, practitioners ask uh, Dharma teachers questions, yeah, and uh, often boils down to something like, how do I be wise? And that's a question that can't really be answered by another person. Wisdom is, uh, it can't be mimicked and it's improvisational and it emerges out of our own intuitive connection with ourself and our ability to make good predictions about happiness. Wisdom is about making good predictions about suffering and happiness for ourselves and for others. Given, given everything I know about me and you and everyone we know, how should we live? Given dukkha, anicca, anatta, how should we live? Given the vulnerability of our species to greed, to hatred, to delusion, to violence, given the vulnerability of our species to violence, how should we live? Philosophers um, 
sometimes distinguish uh, knowledge that from knowledge how. So knowledge that the universe is 14 billion years old versus knowledge how how to ride a bike. And Dharma, insight, wisdom is mostly about knowledge how. Knowledge how to do what? Knowledge how not to suffer. I heard a story of uh, this beloved old uh, monk in Thailand uh, who apparently saw a satellite uh, in the sky and asked uh, his his younger, uh, you know, uh, younger monastic to explain like, what, what, what is that? You know, what is going on there? And, um, and the younger, younger monk had to explain the earth's rotation, the earth is round, the, you know, all these things. And, um, and that was all news to this old monk, yeah, news about the shape of the earth and its movement. He didn't know any of that, but he knew how not to suffer, how not to cause suffering. So the, the journey of, uh, of, of wisdom from a kind of latent potential, the the dots inside us that haven't been connected, latent potential to insight, to embodiment and generalization. Generalization meaning wisdom that's operative in all spheres of our life is a tall order. Wisdom operative in all spheres of our life Right, we all know there are zones, contexts, relationships, moments, particular currents of of feeling, of thinking, where we lose, we become alienated from our our wisdom, and uh, we want to keep a kind of relationship with the 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 failures of the of generalization the way is our wisdom doesn't generalize to all contexts and was talking with a, a friend just a couple of days ago another long time dharma practitioner and just having a very very frank conversation for the the but the ways that um, our wisdom has been actualized and generalized and the ways it's not. And it's inspiring to see the ways in which we have not generalized the wisdom to all corners of our life. It's actually motivating so the process we we start um, start by thawing out the top layers of of delusion, and that takes that just takes time. It takes time. We we just 
I think naturally are kind of confused about the nature of happiness, confused about what we actually want, confused about what a good life would be. And maybe we, we find ourselves getting what we want, but then it's not what we thought it was. And this kind of recognition, the cycle uh, that, uh, that getting is always different from wanting. And so wrong view, wrong view um, feels almost visceral. It feels almost visceral. Like it's in our tissues or something. And we have to thaw out. And in that process of thawing out, which might be months or years, there's a lot of kicking and screaming that happens. A lot of kicking and screaming as we're thawing out, as we're starting to replace the kind of uh, boards on the, 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 our, our uh, boat, our raft or whatever we we find we we can't just um replace all the boards of the boat uh that we carry on at once it's a gradual gradual path and we can't even really pick up new ideas initially we have to almost like make our body mind more porous so that new information can flow in this is um some of why we emphasize not knowing emphasize surrender emphasize putting down all the familiar reference points of liking and disliking good evil us them we make the mind more porous, malleable, stable. We uh, get settled, get happy, happy enough. And um, usually we think we have to get wisdom so that we can be happy, and that's fair enough. But um, but happiness often actually precedes insight. Happiness precedes insight. When we're suffering, we're just uh, looking so desperately for ways out. It's hard to learn. It's hard to learn. We can do it. We can do it. But it's harder to learn. Um. Happiness, a po- kind of positive mood, actually modulates our attention, our cognition, and broadens the view. And so whereas suffering pulls the attention, narrows the view, makes resolution feel kind of urgent, um, happiness, sense of well-being, uh, broadens the view we become receptive to new information and wisdom often feels like it arises out of almost like out of our peripheral vision, not out of our intent gaze.
Ramdas says, the quieter you get, the more you can hear. And uh, the function of samadhi, quieter you get, the more you hear. And so, um, the wisdom, wisdom, the actually creates the sense that the, oh, okay, the Dharma, the Dharma is real. It's real. It's been realized. It becomes real. And our insight feels, um, insight feels freeing, feels, um, it feels like it resolves. It's like something consistent in our being all the way down from conscious thought to subconscious competition. Something feels like mm, something comes into true. And, um, Sometimes we think that's the end of the story, but most insight needs reinforcement. The light from the stars dims where we need to to consolidate and to re-practice, to rediscover. We need to be reminded of our wisdom. This is why we have Kalyanamitta, spiritual friends. We're way more suggestible than we think. And it's really important to have this kind of steady inflow of goodness into our heart. We keep practicing to to nurture, protect our wisdom. Joseph Goldstein just summed it up simply. When we practice, wisdom grows. When we don't, wisdom wanes. We have to keep suffering. We do keep suffering and we keep a conscious relationship to our dukkha. Uh, this is what inspires us to grow and deepen. And we, we try acting from our wisdom, try acting from our wisdom, even sometimes when we don't feel it, what would a person be like? Yeah, I, okay, I knew that insight around self-kindness. What? I don't feel kind right now at all, but what, what would that person do now if they were living from, if I were living from this insight, from this wisdom, from this self-kindness? How would I behave now? Let me do that. Let me try that on. So um, we prepare the ground till the soil, bar delusions, and habit-wise view. We get still, gets quiet, stay open to the peripheral vision. We consolidate and grow our insight. Wisdom, wisdom. So for this for your 
consideration and um, yeah it's sweet to be with you think about you wherever you are um yeah okay well um i wish you uh wish you all well and um i'll be back in a few weeks here so if this was annoying don't 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 come i guess would be my wisdom you know anyway um i'm not sure on gil's schedule i think he's back i hope he's back um but it's possible i'm confused Anyway, uh, it's always um, lovely to to uh, step in for him and uh, feel connected to you all. And so it doesn't feel like uh, um, uh, doesn't feel like a weird, awkward substitute teaching kind of gig. It's like, oh yeah, we're friends. So I love that. Okay, people, um, I wish you, uh, wish you all well. Yeah.